it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here, your host. This week features the return of Mary-Kate Beck. You might remember her from back on episode 116 back in 2018. Well, she's back. We catch up on her life and see what's changed in the last five years for her. We did that recently with Kristen Toomey, so I figured you'd... We did it with a lot of people. Jonah Jurgens, Tyler Fowler. It's kind of like fun little thing. I, I kind of like doing these every once in a while. And uh, there's a reason I'm doing it. So you'll you'll find out soon enough. But anyway, um, come check me out live. Paul F. Comedy has all my upcoming dates. I'll be at uh, Chicago at the Comedy Club House this weekend and the Laugh Factory uh, this weekend. Uh, July 21st, 22nd. Is this the right weekend? I don't know if I'm even doing it right. I'll be at Rosemont Zanies tonight, uh, depending on when you hear this, July 16th. And July 17th, I'll be at Zanies in Old Town with my friend Angelo Sorokas. July 23rd, I will be co-headlining with Paul Ollinger, Two Pauls, One Show, at Charlotte Comedy Zone. So if you know anyone in Charlotte, tell them to come fucking see us. Sunshine Comedy Club, The Old Coconuts in St. Petersburg, July 28th, 29th, headlining those shows. Then I'll be in Boston, Las Vegas, Columbus, and uh, Florida, Winter Haven in August. So check me out. Paul of Comedy has my upcoming dates. Please follow me on Instagram if you don't already. Thank you so much for coming to the shows. Last week were awesome. So good to see some of you guys. Please come say hi to me. If I, after the show, I see some of you guys looking at me like you don't want to say hi. Say hi. I fucking, I just, I'd love to hear and meet people who actually listen to this podcast. I know you're listening. We have thousands of listeners every fucking week, and I don't know who they are. Anyways, check out our sponsors. All right, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here. No voice of reason. We're not in a studio. We're actually in a vehicle (laughs) in Tampa fucking Florida with no voice of reason. But our guest has not been on the episodes of Singles Only, Sauls. That's why I call them now. Hey, listener, oh. Sauls. Doesn't work. It hasn't caught on. Uh, <laughs> episode 116. Was that right? Um, Mary Kate Beck. Hello. We're here. We're doing it. We're in the car. Episode 116 from September 22nd. 2018. That's right. So much has changed in the world, (laughs) in your life, in everyone's life. You did the podcast back then. You were just a kid. You were 16 years old. (laughs) Fucking clueless. We're like talking about loving yourself and getting out of toxic relationships. Just just the darling of the Chicago <laughs> scene, and now look at you. I know. Now I'm the darling of the Tampa comedy scene. Tampa, Florida. That's right. You left Chicago, your home. Yes. Since I you were to. a child. Yes. You're born in Chicago, right? Born and raised. South side. South side of Chicago. Okay. Um, and then the pandemic just kind of changed everything. Yeah. I think it did for a lot of people. You so. were, yeah. You said I'm not, I'm not dealing with this stuff. I don't no. believe in science. And you said fuck all that. <laughs> No, I'm just I kidding. I believe in God, and I God, don't believe in evolution God, or dinosaurs. God is going to find whatever it takes. God knows will take care of me. That's what you told me. I remember. Obviously. God is my vaccine. You said, <laughs> that's what I remember. And now you moved here, um, and you are single? Uh, no. What? I'm going to get out. <laughs> what? 
So this is a follow-up episode for those of you listening, trying to figure out what, how did they do this? You <laughs> are back. So because of the podcast, you told me uh, you found love. Basically everything I told you to do, you did. I did. I followed Paul's advice, Paul's handbook on love. Which was, I don't even remember what I told you. I don't either. <laughs> um, you told me to be in a long-distance relationship. Yes. Uh, which did not come to fruition. You told me to date a musician. Yeah. Which did not happen. No. <laughs> so I did the opposite of what you Well, said. no, but I told you something, like, put yourself out there, maybe. No, I didn't say that. No, Fuck. I met him through a dating app, so I which did the dating opposite. Which dating app? It was Bumble okay. at the time. Um, and funny story, we've been together pretty much a year since that episode aired. We've been together since September of 2019? Yeah. So... So then six months later, the country shut Changed. the world. He's from Chicago. You guys decided to come to Tampa. So he is from Toronto originally. Canadian. Yes, he's Canadian. Fuck yeah. Yes. So painfully nice. He's a dual citizen because his mom's American, his dad's Canadian. So he's been able to come and go since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. So... He's been working in the States pretty much since he was, like, in his Illegally? early 20s. <laughs> Legally. Okay. Because um, he's dual, so he can do both. You don't have to. Th- I'm not a cop. It's oh. okay. <laughs> so, you don't have to lie. <laughs> so he was in Chicago for work, and I met him on Bumble, which I think was, like, the hot app at the time. Yeah. It was either, like, that or Tinder. Tinder was, Hinge yeah. wasn't very cool. Wasn't It yet. was a different algorithm back then. Yeah. It, it connected it based on, like, who you knew, like, six degrees of separation, yeah, which was like, horrible. older people used it. Why did you whisper like, it like that? I don't know. Just people my age were not using Hinge Oh, gotcha. Um, so now everyone uses Hinge. I feel like that's the number one. They changed the algorithm. Back then it was, I think it's like, two, three, three degrees of separation, like, you have a contact with a person, but nine yeah, out of ten like, times, mutual friends on like, yeah, social media. It was media setting you up with your, like exes. You're like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, or, like your ex's best friend. Yeah, or, or right, yeah. right, right. That's yeah. what it was too. You're right. Bizarro. I remember. I was like, this is not gonna happen. Yeah. So they changed that. But Bumble. Um, that so, was when the girl had to message the guy yeah, first. Right, right. Yeah. So we met on Bumble. And I was really bad at dating apps. Like, I have really bad ADD, so I would, like, download them. They would fuck with my self-esteem, so I would, like, delete them. So I would, like, be on for a week and Mm -hmm. then, like, off for a week. So I was messaging with my now boyfriend, Chris, and then... And seven other dudes, probably. I was going on, like, a couple dates with this guy, and I had slept with him. So I was like, Chris, I don't feel like... You slept with another guy? (laughs) I was dating apps. What the fuck, you fucking whore? I had an Irish accent. I couldn't help it. (laughs) And (laughs) so we had been on like three dates and then Chris and I started talking. So I kind of like shut it down. And then um, it didn't work out with the Irish guy. Shocker. And Did he have an Irish name? Don't say what it is. But was it like... It was Patrick. His first name is like full Patrick. (laughs) Oh, Flaherty. Yeah, something like that. And I was just like, oh, God. Um... (laughs) <laughs> but then I, I got back on the apps probably like a couple weeks later. I was like, all right, let me just see what people are up to. And then I messaged him. Kate, your Chris. My Chris. And he was like, I'm starting to date a girl now. And then he like blew me up. And I remember being like, fuck, like I'm kind of bummed. And mm-hmm. I thought that I had missed the boat. On Chris. Yeah. And I was kicking myself. But anywho, uh, I remember being bummed about like not being able to hang out with him and then 
Like two weeks later, he messaged me and was like, "Do you want to get a drink?" Wait, you were bummed, but you had only gone out with him. I hadn't even gone you out with him. Just yet. talked to him, we but just you had been texting. Okay. Like we got off the app, which is a step. If you're messaging before, the app, okay, let's then you get yeah. Before you guys decided to go on the app, you were talking to. Did you already match with Chris mm-hmm. and the the Irish Patrick mm-hmm. guy and some? I'm assuming some other douches as well. For sure. Okay, but then. Um, the Patrick guy, was it just like a one and done thing or you guys were going out a couple times? We went out like probably three times. Okay. Um and then what was it that made it not work the with the Irish guy? I don't think we had Did he blow you off? No. He was a little bit older than me. And he was just like kinda clingy and like at the end of the day, we didn't have that much in common. Like, I just wasn't like. You're like, shh, just talk about the weather. Yeah. So <laughs> he like is like, oh. Just read the dictionary, all right? I don't actually. It's like, what's Chicago like, Bears? You're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I know. Like, we didn't have anything in common. I'm like, what am I doing here? And like, you're not funny. You're yeah. not. You know, just like wasn't clicking personality-wise, and, and I was then, like, I gotta go. And then Chris has no act. He doesn't have a Canadian accent. He does. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Um, Accents are the way anymore, to go. I don't anymore, which is good, because it is a little subtle, but he will say A. Oh, like, no way. Yes, he says A constantly. Sorry? Sorry. Sorry all the time. Oh, sorry. He calls the garbage disposal a garburator. Ugh. He calls the bathroom I don't think that's room. Canadian. <laughs> Worsh? Worsh room. Yeah, he's he's a good. Where in Canada is he from? Toronto. Toronto. Oh, that's like Chicago. Yeah, it's like poor man's Chicago. It's like six hours away from Chicago. Yeah, so it's not. That's where they film everything that if they can't afford Chicago. Exactly. That's where like Tommy Boy was. A lot of the scenes were filmed there. Yes. So Drake is his hero, (laughs) and we're a big hockey household now. But yeah, he's the best. So what was it that you said you were bumming like missed the boat on Chris? What was that like? When you guys finally did, how long was he dating someone else before he, like... It had been probably, like, two or three weeks, like, from when he was, like, no, I'm kind of seeing this girl, to, like, a couple weeks later, he was like, hey, didn't work out with that girl, do you want to get a drink? And I was like, sure, fuck it. And then on the first day you guys went out, were you like, this is... Did you kind of feel something different? Yeah, for Tingly, sure. you're like, ooh, he doesn't have an accent, but I'm still, like, <laughs> hot and bothered. So we met on a Sunday night. It was when I had a podcast. Do you remember Travel Disasters when I did that? I do. I wasn't on it, but you never invited me. That's <laughs> well, it cool. It ended when the pandemic hit, so oh. <laughs> it got cut short because no one was traveling. So I, was. I did my first live show at the G-Man Tavern. Yeah. And Marty DeRosa, friend of the pod, was my guest that night. And I was like Miss Cool Girl, and I was like, come hang after the podcast recording. And he was coming from his hockey game. And so we just, like, he drank with, like, me and the comedians. We were, like, taking shots. Like, yeah. We escaped to the main bar and, like, just we're talking one-on-one just us, like, about, like, family, life, cool. Like, he just seemed really fun and cool. And, like, I remember time just, like, flew by okay. on our first date. And I was like, oh, my God, it's midnight on a Sunday. Like, we, I have to go. Um, and then it was just like, when can I see you again? When And we just, like did not stop seeing each other. When was the next date after that Sunday? Next date was probably like two days later. How did the first date end? Can you, are you comfortable talking about, did you guys go? No, we didn't hook up. At all? No. Um, we didn't even like kiss or anything. Like, I think it was just like a ass out hug and then (laughs) he left and 
the next date, I was packing at my apartment and like drank a bottle of wine while I was packing, and then I met him at a bar, Kirkwood. Right around the corner. It's on Sheffield. These are like just shout outs to all the Irish places. I know, I missed you. And then we went to, yeah. Okay, so (laughs) So, you went to Kirkwood. So I went to Kirkwood. Lincoln Park. Yeah. Lakeview. Kirkwood? Mm, It might be on the cusp, but. Okay. Anywho, uh, went there. I got way too drunk on our second date and I blacked out and he walked me home. But I was still, like, functioning. I wasn't, like, sloppy, but I just I had a foggy memory. I kissed him that night, and I didn't remember it the next day. <laughs> like, on my doorstep, like, okay. very romantic. And then on our third date, after, he leans in to get a kiss, and I, like, pull away, and I'm like, whoa, dude! And he's like, What a fucking... <laughs> he's you're... like, you fucking I would have run for the hills. I know! He, like, he just thought it was, like, weird and, like, shook it off. <laughs> He's putting up with a lot. And then our fourth date, I moved in with him. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> For a weekend, yeah. I moved into my new apartment and... Uh, Wait, what do you mean you moved in with him? My power was shut off at my apartment. Oh. When I moved in, my landlord didn't give me the correct information to give to ComEd so they can get your power started. When so you... you're like, hey, do you mind if I crash here? Well, I could have crashed... Offer? Anywhere. I know. That's I why have I'm friends, like, family. I'm from Chicago. So I you said, anywhere. how did I this? I played like damsel in distress, and I was getting ready like for our date, and I was like, I'm showering in the dark. Like my phone's about to die. What can I do? Oh no! <laughs> and then he's like, you should just come over here. Yeah. Right and away. I stayed the whole weekend. You fucking tricked him. You yeah. bamboozled him into dating. I him. did. It was the best. And then I just never left. No, we didn't live together like permanently I know. after that. But so that that was in September of 2019, mm-hmm. and then the world changed like six months later. But yeah. you guys were already six months dating at that time. Six months dating, or not um, six months? Yeah, six months. Yeah, God, and then math. we uh, escaped to Florida together, like Bonnie and Clyde. Who's that? Why Florida? Why did you guys come here? His parents live in Florida in okay. this retirement community, and his grandparents had a house in that community as well. And they obviously couldn't travel because they are mm-hmm. way much older and just didn't feel comfortable. So this house was just like sitting empty. And his siblings were in Canada and couldn't cross the border. So oh, we're that's like, right. we're the only people that can take advantage of this house. So you just went over there. We just drove down. It was awesome. When did you come here? Hey, did you want to come to Florida? We came to Florida like April 2020. Oh, like, right we did away. not stick around. Yeah. Well, Chicago was... Yeah, Awful. I know. Like they were like running I was here. sirens at yeah, night. Yeah. Like I was here. Curfew. I was here in there. I was, I was back and forth between Florida since March of 2020. So yeah. like, I was like, what the fuck? Was just creepy. So sad. Yeah. So you basically moved in together. <laughs> did you when you came to Florida? Did you think it was gonna be? permanent or were you like this is just till the COVID ends? No yeah it was just like a fun fling like we thought we were just yeah. you know having a good time we're like let's just. He still does for all you know. <laughs> Probably he's like I can't wait to leave. Why is she still over. here? Yeah. <laughs> um, but so yeah like, so we thought Florida would be temporary and then um, we stayed for like a few months came back to Chicago went back again for the next winter so we were literally snowbirds, and then we had started talking about leaving Chicago, because, like, I was born and raised there, 
and like was kind of itching for a change. You've never lived anywhere other than Chicago? I lived in Colorado after college, but that was only like six months. It was like a temporary like work thing. Yeah. Um, which was fun, but I was, like, running out of money really quickly, and I was like, I don't want to be a waitress. So you've never been out of Chicago? No, not permanently. So it just kind of happened really easily. Our leases were up in May of 2022, and we weren't living together. Mm -hmm. So we're like, we could either re-up our leases, like, and move in together in Chicago, or just say, fuck it, take a chance. Yeah. Move to Florida where we like it. So what, okay, and when you guys came here for initially in April, were you thinking that you you weren't going to sign, you knew you weren't going to sign other leases, you were going to just stay here until what? Yeah, I mean, we just re-signed our lease, so it's officially been a year. Right. Um. So we re-signed for another year. We're... But when I'm talking about when you guys first came here, were you like, you, you when you're taking advantage of that situation, you guys were like... If Chicago opened up in, like, August of 2020, were you going to be like, we're going back? Or were you guys already committed to, like, no, did he get yeah. a job down here and everything? Yeah, we didn't have jobs down here. Like, I think that timeline was way too soon. Like, we didn't realize, like, how long the pandemic would be mm -hmm. or, like, how long right. Nobody did. working from home. So... Except Dr. Fauci, which is exactly. the one that yeah. came up with this whole thing. <laughs> right. So, yeah, at first it just seemed like a little, like, staycation, fun easy thing where like we have this free place to stay let's just do it I mean this is pretty ballsy for you guys to do don't yeah. you think in hindsight did you think it was like rushed in or whatever uh, I mean obviously now it worked outside out outside looking in yes but like I'm so comfortable with him that like even after six months it felt like I'd been in, with him yeah. like forever well you guys survived the, co the pandemic so that's <laughs> yeah. like three years is like 20 years in real life yeah like, you guys have gone through well in Florida it didn't really count because they didn't change anything here but exactly yeah but still you guys were probably you already in a way you committed a lot because you guys made decisions that most people don't make until like <laughs> two years in right yeah so and is he about the same age as you or is he older he's two years older than so me same age, yeah yeah. So, yeah. And has he ever been in a relationship for more than two years? Um, he was in a relationship or for married? a couple years in college. So, like, I'm no. his really only. And you haven't adult. been. No, not really. Not for over two years. Yeah. This is crazy. I know. <laughs> so, but it's all working out. I mean, yeah. And he, and he see and he loves comedy. I've seen him at your shows. He yeah. supports you. Yeah. And he has his own hobbies too, which I think is really Keeps crucial. It. Yeah. Just. We each do our own thing, like, during the week, on the weekends, like, he's totally, like, we trust each other so much, like, there's never any... Does he give you notes on your comedy stuff ever? Yeah, like, but, like, helpful stuff, or, um, he'll notice, like, my energy on stage, like, if I seem a little off, he'll be like, are you okay? Yeah. Or, um, he basically knows all my jokes by heart by now. But yeah, he's just super supportive and like really happy for me for any opportunity that I that's get. That's awesome. He's supportive. Yeah. You can't get that with someone that's also a comedian. No. Did you listen to my advice there and avoid hooking up with comedians? Yes. Okay. And I think that that helps or helped me professionally long term too. I just think you get a better like professional resume if like you're not hooking up with other right. comedians. And just more respect. People aren't like, oh, she's on the show because she's sleeping with so-and-so. Yeah. 
that helps a lot with your credibility for sure absolutely i agree with that yeah. and when it doesn't break when it breaks up like when you broke up with a patrick guy you never will see him again because no. he got deported yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. but like if it's a comedian that you hooked up with or you dated then it's like oh fuck like every show there's some energy there whether yeah. it's even if it ends in a positive note it's there's an energy whether a it's a tension. comparison yeah it's a tension good yeah. call and you don't want that and you don't have to deal with that which is good so what's the advice you give to women out there who are looking to break the cycle especially comedians or people in the creatives how do you how did you, you they grab themselves a florida chris <laughs> i mean i don't think i would advise people on moving in with their significant other for a weekend right after meeting them or on the fourth date why but not you fucking did it and it worked yeah i was bold i knew what i wanted and I always have been myself in this relationship. I don't think I've ever been a chameleon with Chris. I've definitely been a chameleon with boys in the past where it's like, oh my God, you love the band Fish? I Me did too. too. Like, I love shit. ripping bongs and yeah. going to drive-in <laughs> movie theaters. Like, that's not my vibe. Like, <laughs> Who's going to drive-in movie theaters? I don't know. Losers. No, okay. I actually do secretly want to go. There's a couple in Florida. I've never, I don't think I've ever gone, but okay. You know, like you just, I want to go to a Dave Matthews Band concert. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to change for him. No. Yeah. Are you the alpha though? You're kind of like an alpha female. I feel like. Um. Does he like all of a sudden? I like, am when it comes to like planning. Like I'm like we're doing this this weekend. Well, that's weekend. different. That's yeah. That's women have a tendency to be better planners than guys too. But I'm talking about like you're like oh check out this, who picks the shows to watch. You guys pick them together. Or are you yeah, like? Yeah, honestly, we do pick them together. But like, and you got into hockey because of him, so that's good. I mean, I still don't give a shit about hockey, but <laughs> <laughs> I will. But you're a hockey family. I'll drink a beer. I will go out to the bar. It's like sports, you don't yeah, care. Yeah, I don't care. That's I'm fine. Just there for a good time. Singles only listeners, Paul Farver here. I want to tell you about our friends over at Love Shop Toys. They are a sex shop toy. They are passionate about destigmatizing and normalizing sex and sex toys and the conversations around it. They've been around for 20 years and they believe that life is too short for bad sex. We agree here at Singles Only Podcast. We've teamed up with them so if you go to their website loveshoptoys.com backslash singles only you get 20% off all regular priced items and all orders over $69 are free. Nice. That's right. Free shipping on all orders over $69. Nice. And you get 20% off. If you use our backslash singles only at loveshoptoys.com backslash singles only, that is, you get discreet shipping. You'll get it within two to four days across most of North America. Check them out, loveshoptoys.com, and use the backslash singles only to get 20% off. You're welcome. So we've been doing this podcast, what, six, seven years now? And the one thing you know about me is that I was a lawyer. It's one of the cardinal things associated with me behind being a comedian, former musician, or failed musician, or uh, Persian, or old. But when I need a lawyer, I call my friend Scott Shapiro, and you should do the same too. 312-648-8800. Scott Shapiro has been representing people for 25 years with workers' comp cases, personal injury, and entertainment law. Scott is a full-service law firm, and in addition to all the injuries that I talked about, work injuries, personal injury, and entertainment law, he handles other cat matters too. So you can hit him up, 
312-648-8800 or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You will not be disappointed. Are, are your parents cool with what you're doing? No, not living together. Really? Because it's sin? Yeah. Really? <laughs> are they religious? Sin. Oh, yeah. Um, so they don't that. support us premarital living together. But, I mean, they adore Chris. They just see yeah. how sweet he is. And So, what did they, when they, do you guys have separate rooms? Like, for... When I go home, yeah. No, I mean, when they come, do they think you guys live in separate rooms? Well, my mom came to visit a couple months ago, and Chris and I slept in the same room. Like, she doesn't mind as much, but my dad has, like, put his stake in the sand and said, you're I'm not visiting you. a daughter, or because he's religious, or both? I think both, but Did you I, go to church every Sunday as a kid? Unwillingly, yes. <laughs> not by choice. You could have just said yes. No, I want to make it known that they, I did not want to be there. <laughs> they still go to church every Sunday? My dad, T-Bone, does. My mom, like, can care less. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, does he, is he really like that? Uh, so you have a TikTok where you do a persona of your dad that's like a watered down version of him he's an aggressive chicago sausage. yes he sounds like an italian sausage sandwich okay. like he's insane <laughs> <laughs> okay and so i he's i just can't picture someone like that being religious i can picture him being very uh overprotecting of a daughter are you the only daughter no i'm one of three. Oh, that's so, right yeah i didn't so know two that older sisters who are like married children like his dream they didn't do premarital living in they both did but they got married quickly after, after. yeah so if you get married, this whole thing is a wash for your dad. Yeah. Or like, wash, as he would say. Wash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm not chomping at the bit to, like, yeah. do that. You don't want to get married? Not, like, within the next 12 to 20 more months. Okay. That's a good. Yeah. And you guys don't have to talk about that shit with him or with Chris. Yeah, I mean, we have talked a little bit about, like, getting engaged, but, like, that's kind of as far as it gets. I, like, start getting hives, and I'm like, what? Did you guys talk about whether you both want kids and stuff like that when you guys dated? Um, or when you first met yeah, at the G-Man Tavern? kids, like, minimum two. Oh, God. I know. I'm like, what about, like, one? One cool kid. <laughs> Just give one and a dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a compromise. Um... Yeah, he wants two kids. I'm like, oh. oh only children like are fucked up, though, too. Look at all the comedian friends we have who are like, old, one, only children. Be, I feel like this generation, like Gen Z and beyond, I feel like there's plenty of single kids. Yeah, I guess so. They might so. not be as fucked up. It was weird in the 70s and 80s when everyone yeah. had nine siblings and you were a freak. No, no one had nine siblings. <laughs> Maybe on the south side, that yeah. was the norm. <laughs> I just can't picture your dad still. I mean, I do picture him with what you're saying, but the religious stuff. Like, at church, was he like, how did that work when you were a kid with your sisters going to church? Like, I what mean, were you doing? He's just, like, blue collar. He's a carpenter. He's a man of God. He just, like, loves politics. Like, everything you're not supposed to talk about at the dinner table. He talks about? Yes. Money, oh, religion, and politics. <laughs> When you were in high school, how did that work? Did you ever bring guys home? No. No? Did you have boyfriends in high school? I had one, like, good boyfriend my senior year of high school. What's good boyfriend mean? Like, he was just, like, a sweet baby angel. And, like, I actually, like, 
it was real. We like went on dates and like. Did you lose your virginity to him? Yeah. Oh. I know. He, and like it was a very positive experience. Like nothing but sweet things to say about my high school boyfriend. Okay. But it wasn't like I knew I wasn't gonna marry him. So I was like, you're not fucking me. How did you dad. know you weren't gonna marry him? Because we were like babies. Because he was a Jew. No. <laughs> The Sorry. Jews killed Jesus. <laughs> <Just> um, <laughs> there are no Jews on the <laughs> south side of Chicago. Come on, Paul. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I just I knew like in my. Where is he like, now? What happened to that guy? He, I think, is engaged. Okay. Yeah. You guys are still friends, or He's you just a friend of like my best friend? Okay. So I'll like see his posts on like social media, or like if she posts that she's. Why aren't him. you guys friends? Still weird. We just you broke his heart. Apart, yeah. Like we went to separate colleges, and like it just, yeah. Why keep? You broke his heart. Maybe. What'd you do? I went to college, and he like assumed that we were still together, and I was like, oh, honey, we are not together. <laughs> so you were religious, grow, growing up religious, and then you go to college. Where'd you go to college again? University of Dayton in Ohio. Oh God, of course. And you just fucking went out partying, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It was the best time ever. I'm going to guess within the first month you were there, you hooked up with, like, three dudes. Not sex, but hooked up with at least three Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, I mean, you have to. It's you're, Well, also... And you're not you, living with your parents. Yeah. Like, it's That's exciting. What, I just think that that whole having strict parenting is just... It doesn't work. All my Wait, friends who were, like, super strict, they either dropped out of school the first month because they fucking couldn't handle it, yeah. or they just became totally dependent on alcohol and drugs, uh-huh. or, like, just hooked up with everybody. Guys and girls. And it's just, like, you can't control, like, human nature. Yeah. I slowed down because my self-esteem was getting to me. I was like, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I slut shamed myself. <laughs> okay, that's fine, and that's good. I mean, My you're Catholic pretty mature. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, I was like. Were you going to church in Dayton? No, but okay. it was like a. <laughs> nah, not that bad. <laughs> no, nah, Jesus. Um, but it was like a Catholic college. It was private. Yeah. The University of Dayton is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's like Denison I'm thinking of. Denison, Dayton. Okay, yeah. A lot of people went to Dayton. Didn't... Yeah, it's a big Chicago following. Um. Pat went there, right? Yeah. Okay, I remember that. Okay. Pat McGam. Mm-hmm. Friend of the pod. Friend um, of the pod. What? Okay, so you didn't. You don't really have any advice for, for people, women listening. Clearly you it's... Just a, be your authentic self. Like, I never hit anything. Like, we trust each did other. Did you tell him about the Patrick guy, like, right after you guys... We joked about it because, yeah. like, we both... And he had the same situation, too, right. probably. so it wasn't... Was she Irish, too? That would have been fucking awesome if she had an accent, too. No, she... He calls her the sad girl. I guess she was, like, really depressed. Aww. <laughs> he, like, felt bad for her, um, but he was like, she just wasn't for me. Sad. Yeah. What, um, before you met Chris and Patrick after you did the podcast for that year... What did what would you what did you do that helped you or or hurt your 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 uh, your path to Chris? I got really focused. Um, I did something super corny and I made a list because I wanted to be more intentional about dating, and I wrote down just like very simple deal breakers where I was like you have to live by yourself okay no roommates that's good okay I don't have roommates you have to have your own car 
I have my own car. Okay. You have to have a nine to five job so that we have similar schedules. Well, you had a nine to five job Correct. at the time. I still have a nine to five. Right. <clears throat> um, you have to go to the gym. You have to like have a savings plan, like a 401k. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't have of, a 401k. What? But all of these things were just like simple things that I had because I was dating these like hippie types that just were like hot, but not stable. Or yeah. like, I need something free, or... free willing people with no ground grounding. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And I was like, opposite of your dad. If I keep doing what I am doing, I'm gonna keep getting what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. So, so you made this list, and were you when you were going out on these Bumble dates? Were mm-hmm. you just like, as soon as something came off, the, like was Patrick kind of a hippie dude? No, but. He didn't have a job or a four. He didn't know how to spell 401. No, yeah, probably. I don't even remember what, like, major deal breakers there were. I just don't think he was, like, funny or, like, that. Oh, they have to be funny, too? I mean, yeah. You didn't have that on the list. It is now. Okay. (laughs) But, yeah, funny and, like, chemistry. Good relationship with family was huge for me. I dated a guy that didn't talk to his parents, and at first I was like, okay. And then I was like, well... He has no desire to, like, hear how my parents are doing. Yeah. And, like, my family is extremely important to me. So that was... Well, not that important to you because you left them. <laughs> and you continue to leave, live in sin. Despite... I know. <laughs> so you can't really, you know, those who live in glass houses... I know. ...shouldn't throw Bibles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, just little stuff like that. But I, I think it really helped me, like, hone in... Um, and just get find someone a little bit more long term, I should say. And and that list worked for you. Kind of. I think it kept me focused. I mean, at the end of the day, Chris probably doesn't have every single thing on. What? I mean, he's not a millionaire, so like shit. <laughs> that was on your list. No, <laughs> not that shallow. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it helps me just stay focused. You wrote it out like an intentional yeah, list. Yeah, I wrote it and I hung it up on my closet door. So if people came over, they can see it, or it was on the inside? It was on the inside of the closet door, so, like, when I was getting ready, it was, like, next to the mirror, and I would, like, look at it before I, like, well, I was putting on my date outfit. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a loser. I'm, like, Carrie Yeah, I I think it works. (laughs) Did did she have a list on the show? I don't know, but I feel like someone famous did it. Oh, I thought you came up with it no, yourself. No, 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 no. It might have been, like, one of Paltrow or someone oh, absolutely awful. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, it worked for you, Mary-Kate. I'm proud of you. I really am. I'm really happy that of everything you've done, and, I, and I'm happy that it worked out. And I'm happy that the advice Patty Vasquez and me gave you on the podcast five years ago or whatever, four years ago, directly led to you finding your relationship. I'm a singles only success story. You are a singles only. <laughs> I mean, some of it might have been. I think speaking out loud about that shit always helps too. Like, mm-hmm. even when I talk to people out there dating and they're like, what? I'm like, you're just saying shit out loud. You're like, yeah, this is probably bad. Yeah. I shouldn't be following and like, fish. Oh, so that's a pattern. Yeah. That's a pattern. Patterns. It's all about <laughs> patterns. Well, I hope it works out. I hope we find out that uh, you guys got married and, and, and lived happily ever with one and a half kids <laughs> and uh, and all that good stuff. Where can where can people find out more about you and your upcoming shows and stuff you're doing here in Tampa? Yes, absolutely. Please, for the love of God, follow me on social media. I am mkb.comedy. 
And then I also have a website with the upcoming show tab where you can find all of my next bookings. That's mkbcomedy.com. Hell yeah. Well, thanks, Mary-Kate, for joining me in the studio here <laughs> in Tampa. And uh, thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. But I'm still standing.